This is Lee, and in this episode, Moore and I will talk about developing a detailed project plan for implementing your information governance projects. Hello, thank you for joining us. This is What Counts by Trailblazer Consulting. In this podcast, we highlight proven solutions that we have developed through our experience working with companies across various industries, and we talk about how you can apply them to your company. We're here to share our experience solving information management challenges, like creating and implementing a records retention schedule, creating an asset hierarchy, or helping with email management. This is Lee, and in this episode, Moore and I will talk about developing a detailed project plan for implementing your information governance projects. Maura, you recently created one of these. Please take us through some of the items that should be considered during the project planning stage. Thanks, Lee. Thanks everyone for joining. Project planning is an interesting project. It's an interesting activity, I think. And there's one of their challenges is activities, tasks, work streams, projects, initiatives. All these words, we use them pretty loosely when we're talking just in general about how to get things done. But if we take a project management approach to our records management, information management program implementation, I think that that really helps to structure what we're trying to do. And so that's a practice we've been following for many years. And yes, I did just write a project plan last week for a new initiative uh, for a client. And one of the things about putting together a project plan is there's different aspects, right? There's an approach section. I always like to write the approach actually in a narrative form if I'm going to make it a deliverable. Um, I feel like that makes me a little old fashioned, but I think it's helpful to say these are the things that we're going to do and this is why we're going to do them. Then you get to the more structured part of the project plan, which is really a detailed work breakdown structure project and project schedule. And what I find the most helpful about this sort of plan is being able to document, and in fact, you have to document, how do things depend on each other? So if you're putting together a plan to write a document, and often there's a section of that or more than one in any given project schedule. So you start with, I want to deliver a new records management policy on X date. And that's the first line you write down. And then you're like, well, what goes into delivering that document? So it might be some data gathering and you start to break down, how do you do the data gathering? And you list out every task. And some of them we've talked about before where you go and find the people you wanna talk to or you review other documents, that's okay. You're now focused on how do we develop this policy? So you want to write those things down again and give yourself the time that you think it's going to take to do that. Then you put in a time for drafting and you put a line in your schedule that says draft the policy. And sometimes if it's a very complex document that you're writing, you might even want to add an outline step. I'm not as good at outlines. I don't love them, but they are actually very powerful tools for communicating with stakeholders. So this week on that same project that project plan that I worked on last week, I do have a deliverable this week that is an outline. And the outline is for a guidance document that this group is gonna write together. I'm gonna bring the outline, we're gonna talk about the topics so that we can have the discussion 
um, about the substance without having to start from a blank slate. So when you're putting your project schedule together, you put down time to draft that outline. You also put down that review discussion. You're meeting with the stakeholders, you're asking for feedback. And that could be a meeting or it could be a series of meetings, depending how many stakeholders, or it could be an asynchronous thing where you distribute a draft, an outline or the draft document, you send it out to everybody and you ask them to give you feedback. So either way, which however you decide to carry it out, you need to build in time for that. So you started, remember it with the, I wanna deliver this by X date. And now you've built in already four or five tasks that go into getting that document out the door. Keep building those steps. Okay, if I give the reviewers 10 days to look at it, how long is it gonna take me to incorporate all their changes? Is that a three-day task? Is that a 10-day task? Probably depends on where you are in the process, how everybody's been talking about it. Do you feel like the first draft is gonna be close to your final draft? And that's, you're gonna to have to think that through for each different document that you have. Then once or, you've got or, your- I know you're on a roll and I, I, <laughs> I apologize for interrupting you, but you are like, you know, flying through this, which is great. But I, I wanted to, to kind of pinpoint one thing that you said, and that is as a consultant, we usually get stuck with creating the project plan. You know, it's like, here, do this, come back to us type of thing. But even if you're the stucky in your internal company internally, right? The key piece is do the socialization, you know, market a draft, get it out to people. And, and you, you said all these pieces, but I wanted to make sure that even if you're internally working for the company, you know, get pieces out to individuals so that they can comment on it because they're going to, they're going to start to own it. They're going to start to understand what it is you're trying to do and the length of time that this is going to take. And then you build that back into the project plan, their feedback, but it's, it starts that whole socialization process. It does. And I'm glad you stopped me because the point of the project plan is it's a communication and management tool. It is not an end in itself. So absolutely sending out the project plan, getting comments on it, uh, building up the resources. So you can include in your project plan, who's going to do what, and you can do all of this in a spreadsheet. You don't have to, you know, buy a, a sophisticated project planning tool or project scheduling tool. If you do, then those tools give you some built-in features like showing how dependencies make changes in dates. You put in the duration and you change the dependent item, then it moves things around but you can do all of it on your own with a spreadsheet with with just a list the idea though is to be disciplined and to be complete so putting in all the tasks how long you think each one is going to take both from an hours or days perspective as well as kind of elapsed time showing the dependencies what has to be done in order for this next step to happen showing the the hard deadlines we have to finish by x date Linking back to our business case discussion from a previous episode, if you have, if you know that you have an upcoming review meeting where you're going to have to present your business case, one of the things you may be required to bring is a project plan. So not only what's the value of this project as shown in the business case, but how are you going to get this done? What resources do you need? And if those are internal resources who have other responsibilities, are they on board with this? Have they looked at this plan and said, yes, those are the steps and I agree and I can take them on. 
And actually in this plan that I wrote last week for a, a new project for a client, I'm having a meeting tomorrow because I sent the plan out two weeks ago and nobody's commented on it. Um, and so I called a meeting with two key people because I'm counting on them to carry out a big part of this next phase with internal resources. And we've had conversations about it, but we're catching up now to when they need to get started. And I wanna be sure they're okay. Be sure that, they're, that they understand the timing and that they have the resources and they're ready to go, or do we make adjustments? And that's where the management side of this plan comes in. You're not just writing this plan once and it looks pretty and everything is great and you go off and do whatever you want. If you're gonna use a project plan, you're gonna actively look at it every day, every week and say, what are we missing? Did, did a new task come up that we hadn't thought of and how do we fit it in? Oh, wait, we're behind on this because the resource we were counting on was sick, um, which happens a lot right now. So being able to really understand what's going on in your project, the project plan is a, an excellent tool for that. It's a monitoring tool and it's a communication tool. You can show progress. You can talk to stakeholders about, look, this is what's coming next. This is where we're going to need your help. And most importantly, this is what this is when you're going to start to see the result. You know, there's something concrete coming at this milestone at this point. So the discipline of it, the discipline of thinking that through at the beginning is important. The consensus building, the bringing people in, the, the reviewing it together and updating it together is important because the more people you have supporting your project and understanding it, the better chance of success you have. And then finally, the, um, the active monitoring and using this as a tool for managing how you move forward really brings you a great deal of value in terms of understanding how is this project working and are we going to get where we said we were going to get. How important to you is the budget aspect of your project planning? Because as you were talking, it sounded like a lot of it was resource related a lot of it was activities uh, that needed to get done and, and being on time, time and budget is the other aspect to this. That's a really good point. And um, you, can't do a, you can't do a project without resources, without money of any kind. <laughs> Even if the resource is only your time, it still costs something uh, in terms of what you aren't doing. So the way I look at this is it's a, it's an iterative process, right? We've put together that business case. We said, X, this is what our budget is. And these are the big buckets of money. We're gonna spend this much on software. We're gonna spend this much on staffing. And we're gonna spend this much on other materials if it's some big campaign where we're putting together posters, who knows? Then you go into the project plan and you start digging into all the things that have to get done. Who's gonna do them? Do we have the right resources? Are the resources internal and therefore are they paid for? Are they internal, but you actually have to pay the other cost center? Because I've been with clients that have you do that. You know, they're, they're actually counting money from a on a project perspective and not counting it against somebody's administrative cost center or somebody's on loan. Um, and so their costs are shifting. Or are you hiring outside staff? Are you hiring contractors? Are you hiring consultants? And do they cost money? So as you're going through your planning stage, you definitely are checking with 
yourself and your and your budget team of can we accomplish this for what we said we could accomplish it. This gives you a hint. Maybe you should have done. You should probably do at least a high level project plan before you go to that business case meeting to make sure you have a sense of the resources you're going to need. Then as you're doing the management piece, you're you know going along, you're planning it. You start looking at, are we doing everything we said we would with the resources we said we would do it? So are we falling behind, but are we spending all the money? Because that's a problem. Are we falling behind, but we haven't spent the money? So, okay, we've got a time problem, but we still have enough resources. That's still a problem, but a different problem. Or have we actually accomplished everything we said we would accomplish and we got a bunch of money left? So that seems like a good thing. And certainly you can figure out ways to spend more money or give it back. In the world of project management, though, you actually want to end up with kind of a one-to-one. We did everything as planned and we spent the money as planned. That proves that we did a good job planning. So it's definitely a back and forth between the budget and the schedule. And it's a, from beginning to end to make sure that you're keeping them in sync. Absolutely. And I remember one company that we worked for what they did is visually displayed where they were with the activities and then where they were with the budget. And like they, they actually had it outside their, their office, but it showed exactly where they were, um, almost like a fundraising uh, pictogram where you, know, the, you raise the limits as you're getting there. Um, they also had it on the internet, not that it had to be just you know, in paper-based outside of their office, but they had it on the internet to show exactly where they were because it was a company-wide initiative that they were working on from an information governance perspective. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, again, communicating that things are being done and they're being and the money is being spent as planned. It's all really important in the in some of the more intense uh, government contracts. You'll you'll hear the word earn value management, and that's about we finished. It's a ratio of what did you plan to spend on this milestone and when did you plan to finish it, and how close are you to that one to one. And what you want is to be right around one. If you're way over on way over in either direction, either you're way ahead of schedule or way behind or way over on budget or way behind, none of those is a good sign. The goal is to get it right. So the more time you spend upfront on your project planning, the better your project is going to be. You yeah, anticipate your problems. Um, you'll be able to communicate them ahead of time and make corrections. I feel like I've been talking really fast about project management, but there's so much in it. We'll probably have a follow-up discussion that's about risk management, revisiting that, but in the context of project management. Good stuff, Maura. Absolutely. Please, everyone, if you have questions, send us an email, info at trailblazer.us.com. That's info at trailblazer.us.com. Or look us up on the web at trailblazer.us.com. Thank you for listening, and please tune into our next episode. Thanks, Lee. Look forward to talking again soon.